Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of A Sip of Coffee. It's a place where we talk about faith, family, fitness, and finance. My name is David. And I'm Priscilla. And and we we are are the the Coffees. Coffees. Listen, today's episode is going to be absolutely amazing. I hope you're ready. Oh yeah, but before we get into the episode, I need you to do three things for me. Right after the episode, I need you to go and visit wearethecoffees.com. Got it? That's wearethecoffees.com. You gotta check out the website. You're gonna love it. It's full of inspiration, encouragement, education, and empowerment. I'm telling you, it was designed specifically for you. Number two, I need for you to subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you're listening to it, go ahead and subscribe. And number three is give us a great review. All right. With that being said, let's get to it. Let's go. everybody like we said it's another amazing episode of a sip of coffee and listen today we have an absolutely amazing guest it's it's i I was going to call it a surprise but it's not a surprise it's more like a bomb we're dropping on you we have a heavy hitter for you today listen she is going to blow your mind with everything she's about to drop on us today i'm excited about it (laughs) hello 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 i'm super excited to get the sip of coffee today no doubt no doubt listen as you all know before we get started before we get into it we'd like to always start you off with a quality quote uh regarding our topic for today so let's check it out all right so here's our quote for today harmony is produced in ministry when everyone seeks to be a servant and that is by elizabeth george so let me read it again read it one more time one more time. One more again. One more again. Harmony is produced in ministry when everyone seeks to be a servant. Elizabeth George. I love that quote because it really just, it crushes ego. It crushes pride. It crushes people trying to be on top. It, and it really exemplifies uh, what Jesus taught his disciples about servanthood and that ministry is servant, you know, the service, you know, That's so right. I just absolutely love the quote. And like we said, we have an amazing guest for you today. And this is someone who I consider uh, to be uh, someone who represents that servanthood. I've watched her serve in ministry. I've served, we both served alongside of her yes. in ministry. Um, and so everything that she's going to share today, I'm sure we're going to learn some things, but also we can vouch for her. Like we know it's not just one of those things we saw on social media or we, you know, she just put some stuff out there. No, we watched her put the sweat in. We Come watched on, her, that, we, sweat we, that sweat equity. We, we saw her put the work in and just really serving and loving Jesus. And Absolutely. so. Uh, we'd love to, before we start asking a whole bunch of questions, uh, we'd love to get to know you a little bit. Tell us about what's going on with you, where you came from, all that good stuff. All the good stuff. All right. Uh, so I'm Don Lee. I was born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, basically grew up in the church, dipped out for a minute and got some sense and came back to Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, lived in LA for about eight years, lived in Minnesota for about 17 years, and uh, been in Texas, the great state of Texas its own country for two years. And that warm weather. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yo, so wait, so I I got, I got some more on that, but did you say you lived in LA? I did. Sleep, I didn't know. 
Really? I didn't I didn't know. I had no idea about the Cali life. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. She so she left that cold weather. She said, Look, I'm not for it. And I'm went back to the war. I'm not for it. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your family dynamic like? Like like did you grow up with any siblings, single? I mean, uh, uh by yourself, what was the deal? Yeah, I grew up in a two parent uh family, uh male and female. Sometimes you gotta say that these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I have a younger brother who is two years and 11 months younger than me. He will not allow it to be three. Uh, It's pretty much three. (laughs) 11 whole months. (laughs) So, yes. Um, So, great, uh, great, great family. Um, My parents remained married until, oh, I was well into college. So, it was probably my brother's senior year when they uh, separated and divorced. Um, Good Christian Christian home, Um, always in church always in church. <laughs> Very strict parenting. Um, we went to uh, private schools most of the time. Uh, we didn't, we didn't have a life. We weren't allowed to get in trouble. Okay. Mm, Very old, old, old school. <laughs> okay. 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 So were you, were you all, would you consider your home um, a home that was a ministry home or just a, a home that was committed to attending church? What would you consider it? You know, what's really funny. So my mom had me at 22. And my great aunt felt like she was way too young to have a child. Mm. Um, so I was with my great aunts like almost all the time. So my parents were committed to church and Christians. Mm-hmm. Like the ministry was like the great aunts were mm. all pastors, elders, prophets, like the whole the whole thing. So um, I spent a lot of time. Um, with that dynamic and I just I mean I feel like I mean I know for a fact that my mom stayed in the hospital uh, for 12 days after I was discharged to my aunt and I feel like I was in the pew from like two weeks on (laughs) oh wow (laughs) so okay so you mentioned I I got some some ministry questions I want to get into but I want to kind of dig into this a little bit because you said you kind of uh, left the church for a little bit, and it's like that. It sounds like that. Is that, is that your wild? Is that your wild season? Is that the? Well, I mean, um, what was that? That was. So I think you have to be very careful, parents, when you raise critical thinkers, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. they want to go exploring. <laughs> um, the funny thing was, I went away to college, and I probably was one of those typical ones that was like, she was so sheltered, she's going to lose her mind out there. Um, I did not lose my mind. Um, I definitely lost some of uh, the ethics um, mm-hmm. and the Jesus that I grew up with. Um, yeah. I, mean, I was very, I mean, I was experimenting. Um, I was, you know, partying. I didn't know any, like, I didn't know anything about that. But there was so much Jesus in me that, like, I didn't, like, I was same day repentance. You know? Hold <laughs> on now. It was a super short season because I had been set up even before I got to college mm-hmm. with like a Christian ministry on campus with like a local church, like all these things. Oh, wow. And, you know, those people were like, looky here, that is not who you are. <laughs> wow. Look at so, that. Um, back and forth, just kind of really struggling through those, you know, um, probably like I think probably the funniest thing is people would realize like I was I could have very well been like an alcoholic like I was a drinker you know my mm-hmm. parents did not drink um, because of the alcoholism in their in both their families so mm-hmm. um, I I saw very quickly how quickly that road could happen and it would be like detrimental to like everything you mm-hmm. know God had planned for me so um, 
I was wise enough to be like, oh, okay, let's see what this is. Is this really so bad? Can you have a little fun? But also mm -hmm. to know that like, oh, I didn't really remember last night and that's not okay. Right, it, right. Not, okay. okay. <laughs> like that's not okay. <laughs> that's, good. that's good. That's good. It's, it's almost like you have that. Well, it's not almost, it is like how God like was protecting you um, you know, in the midst of like foolishness or craziness. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry about it. I'll put enough in you. I'm gonna keep you safe. I'm gonna keep you all right. Yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Thank so you obviously mentioned you grew up in a Christian home, right? Was there a particular uh, encounter that you had as you got older where you were like, this is my life. Like, I want to do this. Like, do you remember a moment or was it like, this is just who I am? Like, you know, there are several moments. So I remember publicly repenting and asking, you know, Jesus to forgive me and confessing Jesus as Lord at like three in a little like preschool classroom. Um, I started really? school. I was extraordinary. I started school at three. Wow. I'm just kidding. I'm like, what? I, but I, start, I started school at three and um, it was, it was, I remember, I remember that moment um, and I was always just mesmerized by the power of God. So I grew mm. up, you know, not charismatic, not Pentecostal. Okay. You, know, you went to, if you went to the church I grew up in, they'd be like, we're apostolic holiness. <laughs> like, apostolic come holiness. on now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, there is, I, like, there are times where I'm like, oh, all that legalism and some, some people have evolved, but my foundation is solid, like mm. solid. Okay, got and, um, it, got it. I, I love that. Um, and then I remember, because I felt like we were always at revival meetings. So okay. um, some of like the generals that are now with the Lord, um, I just remember, I remember like falling asleep in revival meetings. Like I felt like I was at church all the time. And it was like, all of that stuff was just in my spirit. But I think not only that, you know, one thing that people say is that like, if you study something, and take a nap for 30 minutes afterwards. The brain science says that that really helps you remember things. Yeah, so really? you all those times that like, I'm just laying on the church and I'm like, wait, where did this come from? Oh, I pulled that wow. up. Um, so wow. I, and I, and then I remember a teenager with this one particular um, female evangelist. And what I remember was, and this is just a telling tale of the time. <laughs> I just remember thinking, Oh my goodness, she's so pretty. And she was just as anointed as other. I mean, I grew up with a female pastor, so it wasn't the female thing, but okay. she was beautiful inside and out. And she was smart and she was well spoken and she was respected. Oh, uh, okay, so okay. Men were, men were visiting the church to hear her. And that was the moment when I was just like, okay, I can do this and not yeah. look like somebody's great, 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 well, the great, 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 great grandmother of Harriet Tubman. You know right. what I mean? Come on. Y'all know, I, you know I keep it, you know how I am. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we know you keep, keep it a buck every time. No <laughs> doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And, and I, I love that. I'm glad you brought, up that, brought that up because that obviously had a lasting impact on your life. You know, um, there's a lot of uh, women out there who think that ministry has to look one way. They think that they think that anointed has to have a, a weird or ugly look almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you said she was beautiful inside and out. And she was not only anointed, but intelligent. Mm -hmm. You know, so it was like, like it, it was almost like that was imprinted on your mind, like this is possible. This you is know? possible. And I can walk in this and actually be comfortable 
with who I am. I mean, I didn't, I didn't wear pants towels in college. I got my ears pierced as, you know, a wow. seven-year-old college student. Oh, wow. Like, so, I mean, all of those legalistic things that have nothing to do with your salvation and getting into heaven. Um, and I just, I did not, I did not know that. I did not realize that. I was like, oh, what? Okay, Jesus still loves me? Okay. Um, oh, wow. So, it was, I mean, it was very, it was very powerful. It was a very powerful moment. And um, I think there was always that little rebellious side because I mean, my, my father was always like, think for yourself. And then you start to think for yourself and it's just like, okay, think for yourself, but keep Jesus in it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This is just so beautiful because it's like the best of all worlds. It's, you know, bringing, hearing this from you because generally when we hear this story, I hear it like, well, I was in church all the time. So I made up in my mind that I was not going to nobody's church when I got old enough, you know, and just to hear your story and just to hear how you felt like being in the atmosphere, being in the midst of the things of God and the people of God, how it impacted your life in such a way that it helped to guide you yeah you know when you got out there it helped to guide you so that's amazing and then knowing you and knowing the free thinker that you are you are a woman that has an amazing mind who loves god and your mind is not um just like you can't just tell you something and think that that's just going to be it. Right, you know, right, 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 you're right. going to search that thing out. See, the puppies know me. <laughs> oh my goodness. She, she is nobody's puppet. I no. know. I love it so much. It is, it's just amazing. Just to, it's refreshing it is. to hear this you know? because so often you hear it from a, a negative perspective and like to where like, oh, the church was so hard on me that yeah. I flee. Like mm-hmm. I ran away never to come back again. <laughs> never to come back again. Right. But, but that's that human part, you know? And yeah. I think that's people were just repeating what they knew. It's kind of like, why do you cut a ham in half story? You know, this is they yeah. don't know any they don't know any differently. And mm-hmm. The cool thing was that it wasn't all bad. Like, was it restrictive? Absolutely. Did I not fully understand it? Absolutely. But that's definitely not an area of regret for me whatsoever. That's awesome. Like, whatsoever. I mean, when they say raise up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, Mm -hmm. he will not depart from it, that is absolute truth. You know, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Absolute truth. That's good. good. That's good. You said something that, um, well, we kind of talked about it just a second ago about you being a researcher and a thinker and, and you examine stuff and you're, uh, you're like the Bereans. I mean, like in the book of Acts, like you, you're really, you know, uh, that's the type of person you are. Have you in, in ministry, have you experienced that being something that's intimidating to people? Mm-hmm. Like, has it been offensive to people when you ask questions or stuff like that? Like what's been your experience in that regard? So um, it really depends on who you talk to. And I think, um, so most of all, just as a servant leader, I think the epitome of being a servant leader is that the people that you are serving as a leader replace you. Yeah. So they've, they've gone further than you. They're smarter than you. They're wiser than you. Like they're operating in different gifts than you, all of those things. Yeah. So people who are just like, hey, 
I see what God put in you and I'm going to help bring that out. We're great with all my questions. People who wanted to be more um, controlling um, were not so great with it. And I think, um, like, I'm a forever learner and it's about all things. Like, it came up recently and this is probably going to surprise people, but like, I didn't really know that people were cessationists. I had no idea that there are people walking. And I remember the day that I found out out here, not believing that all of these wonderful gifts are still happening today. And it was like, I just began to ask the questions. And then I think the other thing is you have to trust the truth in you, the truth in the Bible, the wise counsel to go through these things so that you can defend them. Like, I don't know if I'll ever be like a um, apologetic person or whatever, but I really want to be able to explain that to people. And so I have some questions. So, you know, my poor husband, (laughs) I was like, okay, so I was listening to this reformed person and I was like, you know, and we're going through the whole thing. And I was just like, this is crazy. And the, the oddest thing, and I think this happens a lot, like the same exact verse will form two opinions. And I'm like, wait, I don't know how you see this and I see that. So I think oh, if wow. the person is solid with who, with who they are in their relationship with God, and I'm coming at them correctly, they have no problem with it. Um, I've worked through the arrogance and the pride, being like, look, Holy Spirit said this, and whoop de whoop whoop And that's not beneficial to anyone. That's right. not teaching right. anybody anything. And I mean, <clears throat> you, y'all know me. Y'all know we've had some moments where some things have come out of my mouth and like, and I was right, but mm. did it all wrong. <laughs> you know you talking right there. That is so good. Oh, Jesus. Come on. People don't want to admit, especially in ministry, that they could be doing something um, that may be right, but with the wrong heart or, you know, it come out the wrong way. And it's just not God's heart, you know, for it to happen that way. And it turned out bad. Admit it. Admit, you know, we don't want to admit it, but it is so true. I was just saying the devil. Isn't that what they used to say? That's right. That's <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so what do you, what do you feel like, uh, cause we, we've jumped into the fact that you are in ministry. You've always pretty much been in ministry, whether you, whether it was, uh, an intentional act of ministry, it just, you just were in ministry. Right. But how did you get more involved? Were you asked to help out or, did it just did it just happen or did you feel a call? Did you have an encounter in a dream? Like what, what's been your ministry call experience or you know, whatever? So um as as a child, it's this is our family, this is who we are, this is what we do. Like end of conversation. So whether you're cleaning, um, whether you're ushering, whether you're greeting, whether you know, you're not gifted to sing, but they got you leading devotionals. Like, <laughs> dude, we, this is what we do. Like, it wasn't even, I don't ever remember being asked. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, I, you know, you just, hey, you're, oh, here, yeah. hey, you're such an offering. Um, but then I think when you get to um, a point in your life and it's like, okay, now what do, what do I want to do? Now what do I believe? And then being in college and seeing, like, the full body of Christ and seeing all the different rivers and streams that are within the kingdom of God and trying Mm -hmm. to like understand them and then just asking God, okay, like what is it that I'm supposed to do? And um, 
I mean, I obviously, like, I have the gift of administration 110%, but that's like my fallback. Like, okay, yeah, I could sit here and chill here all day. Right. Um, what I, what I have struggled and struggle, you know, we have a friend that says struggle means a Christian's still doing it. What I struggle <laughs> with is accepting the call of a teacher. Mm -hmm. The other day, I was with this new group and we did our spiritual gifts test and like, Apostle came up and I was like, y'all tripping, y'all need a new test. <clears throat> um, so I've got to like learn how to walk in that. And I like God yeah. has been revealing, I mean, probably like, um, probably about ooh, a few years, probably before we all met, um, you know, I definitely felt like, you know, it was going to be very pastoral and very mm -hmm. like that this is going to be our deal. This is what we're going to do. And I think um, having been bivocational and full-time ministry and just, I kind of go back and forth. Like I'm just now coming into the season where, okay, it's ministry time, like time out for all that time out for not being who God created you to be. And yeah. so once now that I've surrendered to that, like the dream life is out of control. Like, oh my. like people will just say one thing and you'll be like, Oh my goodness. Um, yes, I have to do that. Yes, I have to do that. And, you know, just the doing it scared, doing it anyway, be vulnerable, put it out there. Um, and, you know, it's, it's really funny because I think every day in the season that I'm in now, it's still unfolding. So I remember like in my teenage years, knowing that I would do ministry, like I really thought I'd be an evangelist. And my personality led to that because I can come tear your church up and leave. I don't have to deal with the aftermath. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> But the, but the teacher in me um, longs for people to truly get discipled. Yes. And like, people to coach them and walk yes. them through the process, um, which is really what a leader should do. We should be walking people through the process, not managing their every move. Like there's a difference right. between a leader and a manager. Right. That's I love right. it. I That's right. Love That's right. It. Well, you, you already answered our question about what are some of your ministry gifts. Um, but there's a question that, I think that people sometimes are afraid to ask either, oh. either others or either, I mean, to talk about or even <laughs> ask God about, right? And that was um, that you can discover what, you, what, you, what you're gifted in and there are things that you, you feel called to, right? But then there are also some things that you admire, you know? Yeah. And I think for a long time, we made people feel uncomfortable with having an admiration for uh, particular gifts. Um, but the Bible doesn't speak against that. Like there's nothing, the Bible speaks for it, like to long for those things. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. And so I guess my question would be like, what, 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 what are some of your favorite gifts that you operate in? Like what are, what's your favorite? Yeah. And what you long to, what you would like to do too. Um, my favorite is probably discerning of spirits. Yeah. I love discernment. I love being able to just look at somebody and just be like, really? <laughs> <laughs> because like, it gives me an opportunity to kind of rephrase the questions and yeah. Um, yeah. that and, and like the word of knowledge, because then it's like, okay, you're embarrassed or we don't have enough relationship for you to trust me. So I've got to kind of do a little bit digging. So that's my favorite because I see so much life change in that um, and just tearing down those walls so people can just get to their true identity. 
Um, I enjoy my administration gift. I really do. I just think um, that one probably gets me in the most trouble because I'm like, hey, have you thought about this or can you do this? And yeah. then the flip side of that is I've got to, um, like what I'm learning even now is I've got to teach people how to walk in administration excellence, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to stay there and operate in it. So, um, and I think that's one of the things that I really lend to people that I partner with in ministry. I'm just like, hey, let's just talk about this real quick. Let me do this, 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 and this, you know? Right, right, right. Um, right. So that's been cool. But what I, oh my goodness, this is probably going to surprise everybody. But if I could have one gift, I would want the gift of faith. Because a lot of times I'm still fooling around over here with my little measure of faith or my little, I'm, I'm trying to get my mustard seed to grow. But like, yeah. and I have people around me that have this gift of faith that's like, yeah. and because in my administrative mind is like, okay, but that costs this. It's going to take this much time. You need yeah. Yeah. resources. Like, and that's yeah. good in its place. But what have I talked myself out of? Oh wow! Yeah. No, no, yes. That, because I didn't have, you know, that that faith. Um, yeah. The other thing is, I love, I love the authentic prophetic, the pure prophetic, not word of knowledge, not word of wisdom, but the true prophetic, so yeah. that you can like prepare God's people, like, yes. like the prophets did in the Old Testament. That really excites me. Yes, it's so what sweet. It's, it, I, I love it. I love it. So you mentioned something. You got me stirred up here because the very thing that you desire. I feel like we walk in and the thing that you walk in, we desire. So like, um, for example, like we know we have the gift of faith. There's something that we've come to reality of because we've been around people mm -hmm. and yeah. they're like, you, so they, they, they say, so you're just going to yeah. do it. You're just going to do it. And we're <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. And they're like, well, what about this? And what about that? And it's like, oh, well, we'll get, we'll get to that when we get to it. Like we believe God said this. So we believe he's going to also like, you know, we'll, we'll work out the details later. But we got this, and I, well, wait a minute, it just doesn't make sense. So, like, we know that feeling, like, of being that able to, gets you in trouble that thing. Get, that gets that's you in that, trouble. That's that get you in trouble thing for us. It, yeah, we get you in trouble. <laughs> but the thing is, we lack uh, administration. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, there's a lot of things that God, what I say, He temporarily gifted us for, <laughs> like website design or yeah. you know stuff like that, to be able to help us. But oh my goodness, I I would be dangerous if i had your gift of administration Ooh. my lord oh. but you know god knows exactly what we need and that's why he created the church the way that he did so that we could partner with one another yes. and be the church to build his kingdom right. Right. and to live as kingdom you know citizens because we need one another it's that's not right a, it's not a solo thing you know and stuff like that so yeah that, that's exciting to talk about that's good i love that the fact that we don't have to have every gift that it causes us to lean on one another more yeah. mm -hmm. to come right. to one another to trust right. one another to you know support one another more and more you know when when you're lacking this i have it when yeah. you know what i'm saying i love that god is so smart ain't he, he is it's like it's like smart. it's really funny because i think um the more mature i get <laughs> uh, the more mature I, I get, the more I truly understand the body of Christ yeah. and the different parts yeah. and the different functions. And just like you said, how brilliant our creator so is. He is. He is. Yeah. It's amazing. It's truly amazing. So brilliant. Woo. So, okay. So we talked about like your favorite thing, um, as far as gifts are concerned. Um, 
what are some what are some of the things that you face in ministry um like some of the general struggles that you i got a smile from that (laughs) (laughs) um i think oh my goodness i feel like some days i feel like there are so many so i think the first one is um just um thinking about like what we said about, you know, harmony is a servant. Um, I think the first one is when you see, not even the potential, but when you see someone's true identity, who they're called to be, what their purpose is, and they don't see it yet. And trying to get them to that point is very, very, very frustrating. Um, Some days it is frustrating not to have the gift of faith because you don't know how you're going to how you're going to do things. Yes. Whereas, you know, you two would be like, Oh, don't worry about it. God's going to come through. He got this, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> um, I think that's, that's super, that's super hard. Like just, you know, resources. And I mean, just the mm-hmm. business of it all yep. um, yes. can be very challenging. And I think the other thing is, um, finding just the right partners, the right people around you, that wise counsel, um, people being able to appreciate what you bring to the table and make space for you, even yes. though they may not understand it. Right, right, um, that's good. It's been, has been really challenging. And I think sometimes we come, like those are those glass ceilings that it's just like, wait, I know you're not there yet, but like this isn't contrary to God's word whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You just don't see it yet. So that's really um, challenging. Just because I'm in a place now where I just really want, just ministry-wise to be networking continually. Yeah. Because I want to focus on what I do well and flow in that. And you know what? I'm not gifted over here, but hey, I have brother so-and-so and and sister miss-miss and we're going to just together and do this thing. So I think that um, that, those are probably my top three challenges. Got it. That's good. That's good. You can go ahead and add me. That that was heavy. I love that. Um, that's That's something that we don't really focus on or talk about either. You know, it's how a lot of times we have those challenges with connecting and working together and um, and supporting one another's potential, you know, so the, that's huge. So how do you overcome um, what you're talking about? How do you overcome those things? Does it take a while? Is it kind of difficult? Um, both. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, first of all, I mean, it's everything like everything has to be saturated in prayer, you know, because I think that's the first thing. I need to make sure that I didn't miss it, making sure that I'm not off track. And then I have that wisely counsel. And then I really, I am famous for asking for divine strategies. Like I'm not, I'm not above that. Hey, Jesus, can I get a witty idea and a divine strategy? Can I get favor with this, you know? Um, And just sit and wait for him, wait for him to come through, whether that's an idea, a dream, a person, someone saying something, I'm reading a book, saw something on television. Um, and then I think when you know that you know that you know that this is something you're called to, yeah. you figure out, okay, is this the time and is this the place? Yeah. You know, yes. Very hard things. That's good. And That's good. if I had those answers, we'd all be on an island right now. Because right. come on. <laughs> we'd be like already having our best selling books. <laughs> right. For real. Well, well on the 
that's big. People need to like, I, it's, it's like, what is the timing and is this the place to do it? You yeah. know, you can be in a training ground for something right now and God is showing you something for later. I mean, we could, come on, Joseph, we could like go down the Bible characters on that one. Right, right, right. So on the, on the kind of on the same subject of struggle, um, it's kind of a three part question. Uh, so look, she like, let me grab my ink pen. <laughs> it's kind of a three part question. Okay. So like, what would you say was one of your most difficult seasons of ministry? Um, how did you overcome it? And what advice would you give someone who is going through a difficult time right now in ministry? Um, <clears throat> I think the difficult season that I want to talk about, cause there's probably been several, okay. um, I think was the betrayal season. Mm -hmm. um when you realize that you've laid down your life for the lord but you also feel like you've laid down your life for a person yeah who supposed to be in your life at that time and um you know you're lied on and it's like but wait but you know me right. like i'm not i don't do everything right but you know i don't do this right <laughs> right. right um and you know it's it was it was a super hard season. And I remember it was the time that I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like I love yeah. Jesus, but I'm not doing this anymore. And I remember going out um, and I was working full time in ministry at the time. And I went out and got like the job, the best job of my life. Like I'm rolling around in private jets and all this stuff. And I'm like, mm -hmm. see, <laughs> call me whatever but watch me now you know right, right. like like i had to prove something and um so i i did a lot of i did a lot of things that probably weren't the best so how i overcame it was um how i spent the time like it's not just like oh time heals all things it's how you spend that time okay. yeah. so i finally got some um uh, people in my life that i could actually trust um and that could also tell me about myself because i think I had a tendency to just react to the betrayal, react to the lies, and instead of, you know, confronting them with others. Yes. Um, got it. Got you know, it. Maybe that wouldn't, maybe that would not have helped that situation. But what I do know is that my anger, bitterness, rage, pride got the best of me. So it didn't matter then, because I really am a villain mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah. And so the advice that I would have would be about that is to always like always try to maintain your dignity. Yeah. You know, as a woman in business, like you're, you're never going to see me cry if you hurt my feelings. You're still going to get the smile. Inside, I'm probably imploding so I can get to the restroom. But I think it's the same, you know, okay, well, I don't agree with you. I do not believe that to be the truth. Um, so now we need to figure out how we're going to move on. So I think my first thing is try to have that conversation Secondly, pray. And thirdly, find people that will check you and just yes. be like, uh, no, girl, uh, what you should have done was this. Do you remember when you did that? That wasn't all on the up and up. You kind of, you know, greased your way through that, um, you know, just to do that and just be open. Like you have to have two to three people that will always tell you the absolute truth. Even if it hurts your feelings that you can cry in front of them, you can yell at them. You cannot speak of them for 24 hours, but at 2401, they're going to pick up that phone and be like, okay, you ready? Right. That is so good. Yeah. yeah. I have, I'm have that, I have that rule with quite a few of my friends now. And um, I used to coach them and I'm just like, okay, you can pop for 24 hours. I'm like, I look forward to your call tomorrow at six. 
And they I know love that. It. We, you know, we, we have that, we built that equity. I have that friendship equity in there. So it's like, okay, come on, we, we yep. have to do this. That's but, right. And then I think, you know, fourthly, ask God, what was I supposed to learn from this? What am I supposed to take from this? What can I make sure to do that this doesn't happen again? And again, we can only control us. That's right. Right. Uh, well, this is all I can control. That's so, it. Um, you know, when I figure that out, and then if you did everything right, then you got to go down that forgiveness lane. Sure yes. enough. Yes. Woo! And that's another whole. My, 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 that's yes. a whole. <laughs> ooh, that's a whole nother. Come on, somebody. Because yeah, it's because you're working through the fact. We're like, okay, God. I'm discovering that I actually was on on course with this when I was yeah. okay, and it still happened. Right. And it's like you know, in those moments, for me, honestly, it it, it may seem generic or elementary to some people, mm -hmm. but every single time I, I found myself in that place, it was like it was always look to Jesus. Yeah. Because he did everything right and was sent to the cross. Right. And it's like. Right. It's like okay, you know, and it wasn't. Woo! It's one of those things where it's like, what? sometimes as human beings, we feel like the will of God is meant to be uh, results driven from a standpoint of it feeling good after we do it. Yeah. So it's like, okay, God, I did this, so it should produce this result. Right. And God is like, no, it's going to produce this result. It's not mm -hmm. going to feel good, but it's all going to work out for your good. Yeah, we never considered going through the Job experience. Right, right. It's kind of like... Have you considered my servant Job? Right. Well, right? we don't want to talk about any any mention of perseverance, any mention of suffering. We don't like, you know, oh, no, I'm just living my best life till I get to the streets of gold. Right. <laughs> right. right. And, and I can tell you this, uh, for and I, and I don't want to speak for you, but I, I would say in everything that we've gone through, I it hurts so bad, and I'm sure yours did too. But honestly, what has been produced because of it Oh I'm so thankful. Yes. I'm so grateful. I'm like the relationships that were birthed out of my pain. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Like yes. I'm so grateful yes. for uh, that experience, you know? And the so. growth. The wisdom. The wisdom. Yes. The wisdom. Like, and that's what, you know, that's one of the things like with like, I don't regret any of that pain. It may have hurt, but at the very least in those seasons, you just have to think to yourself, you know what? Yeah. I know what not to do. <laughs> By the right. very least, I can give you a whole lot more to that. You can have wisdom and knowledge and, okay, I grew in this area. I got some thick skin here. I, you know, all this stuff. But at the very least, you might be like, there, because there are some seasons that I'm just like, okay, so I know not what to do. I know that I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> well, exactly. uh, be, I have one more question for you. Well, first of all, sweetie, did you have another question before no, I ask the ahead. final question? <laughs> Okay, so here's a question that we ask all of our guests, um, and it's 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 a question not only for the show, but it's also for you um, as our guest today, and that is this: In five years, what major ministry project do you want to have accomplished or in full flow? And I ask this because we want to look back on this episode and be like, you know what, she did it. Like, you know what, God did it in her life. So, what would that thing be, or what would that what would what would what, what would that look like? Um, for me, it's going to look like. Um, well, I have two things, so I am launching one thing now, so that'll be like within a year. But I think in the five years, um, 
Well, first of all, be, tell us what that is. What is that one? I don't mind. Tell us what that one thing is. <laughs> so uh, I am launching on the DL with Don Lee. Congratulations. Um, Come on now. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I am playing on, you know, on the DL. So my initials, Don Lee, right? Uh-huh. But it's also, we're going to be doing life. We're going to have distinguished living, deploying life changers, developing leaders, defending lives, dynamic learning, and discovering life. That's hot. That's hot. Yeah, that's hot off the press for this week. So I'm super excited about that. I love it. So we'll be doing a bunch of coaching, some mentoring. Uh, we'll be doing some podcasts. Uh, y'all will be on a couple times. Don't even worry okay, about that. All right, all right. Let's go ahead and coordinate those schedules. Right, um, right. But five years from now, I would want to uh, fully birth, and God gave me this um, a few years ago, Design for His Love, mm. which is kind of another, like, play on my name, yeah, right, <laughs> my yeah. initials. Um, and that is just basically, it's going to teach people to discover God, demonstrate his love, disciple others, to dream and fulfill their destiny. So um, that is going to, that's the huge project because that'll, that'll be a foundation as well. Um, I want to have foster homes. I definitely want to have, um, that's like the big network. So I need people like, okay, women's shelters. Okay, let's talk about addiction. Okay, let's just give people some good old home training because their parents couldn't give them what they don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so that's going to hit every aspect of life. Um, And that is going to partner with a lot of, a lot of different people that aren't necessarily ministry or church partners because, Mm -hmm. Hey, if the wealth of the wicked is there. Come on now. It's laid up for the righteous. I'm um, excited. Yeah. So that's super exciting. So that's what I, um, that's the five-year plan. And I'm very, very excited about it and very scared at the same time. Scared in a good way. Like, cause it's obviously, I need his super with my natural to really make that happen. Yeah. That sounds like a God-sized plan. It is so. I love it. Amen. That's awesome. Well, we love to always pray for our listeners. So before we close out the show, if you could just say a prayer uh, for our listeners, um, you know, whatever God leads you to pray about, uh, we'd love that special blessing uh, from you today, Dawn. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. It's been great uh, to be with you. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you for every listener that's listening to this. Father, I thank you for the dream that you have given each person under the sound of my voice, Father. And God, I pray, Father, for just um, amazing blessings upon them. God, I pray that your blessings will just overtake them. Father, I thank you that you are giving them community, Father. You promised us that you will put the lonely in families, God. So God, I pray for that, Father. Father, I pray that you would reveal people's gifts to them, Father, so they can walk in it. I thank you for just resilient people, that are excited yeah. to find their identity and walk out their purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Wow, well, this has been a great show. Yes. yes, this has been so awesome. All right, podcasters, I need for you to do two things for us. The first thing is subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to this podcast and give us a great rating. So wherever you listen to us, subscribe there and give us an A1 rating. Um, the second thing is visit wearethecoffees.com. That's we are the coffees.com why because we're the coffees <laughs> <laughs> all right we're out of here see ya see you later everybody <laughs>